And now, here's this episode of the Elevating IT Podcast, sponsored by Audit. Good afternoon, everybody. It's two o'clock. Mike Brooks. I'm here with Frank Benedetto on the Elevating IT podcast. What's up, Frank? How are you doing today, Mike? Am I am I coming in loud and clear? I adjusted my microphone, and I'm not sure if it's at the right volume. How do I sound? Do I sound good? You sound excellent. No problems on this side. Good deal. So. Um, we are going to wrap up our conversation on um, gap selling this week, we have the final one, and uh, we're going to do a, a couple giveaways again this week. So we've got, I've actually got, last week we just kind of picked a number randomly, but this week I've got a fancy pants random number picker, so we can do this official. You think about that. I have a good story for you, Mike. Might I tell you? Please. Where do you think I, what kind of uh, restaurant do you think I ate at last night? Uh, an expensive one. No, not that type. A steak, well, a steakhouse, steakhouse. Steakhouse. <laughs> so for everybody listening, Mike and I have hit some pretty good steakhouses around the country in our, in our travels for audits. One of our uh, favorite things to do. Uh, when we're on the road, <clears throat> hit a nice steakhouse. So Mike always makes fun of me and says, it's all you, all you eat is steak, which is not true. I do like uh, sushi as well. However, there's a, uh, a restaurant in New Jersey called uh, The Butcher Block. And it's become slightly famous in, around here. Uh, a lot of the Jersey Shore uh, cast will go there. So like The Situation and Snooki and you know, a bunch of them will have gone and um so <clears throat> i guess the at some point somebody had complained you know that they were that there was there was outdoor dining but somebody complained and they, they decided they're no longer they're not taking any reservation so you can't get a reservation there you've got to know somebody and a buddy of mine has a a, a standing reservation now so we went there and uh food was great i mean just like really spot on and uh it's kind of more of the Peter Luger style where, you know, they, they cut it for you. Like the big. Never been. Never been, right. never been right. Peter Luger. Oh, breaking nope. my heart. Nope. <clears throat> well, anyway, bone in, uh, bone in ribeye dry aged. And the deal is, is that they're a butcher shop. It doesn't look like a butcher shop. Um, but you, the, in the, you, they bring you inside, <clears throat> they show you the cuts of meat and the guys like literally got a bandsaw and the guy's like, you know, and they're like cutting, and you can pick, you know, like the cut you want and certain ones you could pick like how many ounces, you know, so if you want some crazy, you know, huge steak, you can do that. But uh, it was really good. It was my uh, my first real out uh, eating out experience in New Jersey wow. in like five wow. months. <clears throat> Did you eat inside or outside? It was outside. Although I think now, you know, you can eat inside like there's like partial like 25 percent capacity. But it's all outside. Apparently, where we were eating, what used to be the parking lot, you would never know it. Like, they did an amazing job at like creating like this cre like pretty cool like temporary kind of awning and uh, <clears throat> you know table. So, <clears throat> kudos to them, Long Branch, New Jersey. Check it out, the Butcher Block. Highly recommended. 
hard to get in. Um, food is great. And uh, that's my story, Mike. But I thought of you the entire time as I was uh, eating and drinking. I said my friend Mike would have uh, would have really liked to have been here. Everywhere we go, it's a steakhouse. I said, Frank, we got to go to this this restaurant by a famous chef. Uh, you know, we're in this town, we're in this place. We, there's a famous chef who has a restaurant here. Let's go to this place, or you know, some really eclectic, or or you know, something you can't get in, in outside of that location. Where does Frank want to go? Steak. Yeah, but usually, um, you know, it, it, and in truth be told, we're not going to like you know, like the chain steakhouses. We're going into. Oh, we're going like, let, let's talk about Cork and Cow in Franklin, Tennessee, for a second. That's a good. That's a good steak place. We're always happy yeah. when we go there. We always love that place. Still, still my favorite steak place in the entire country. I will. Uh, I'll put them up against anybody. Uh, service impeccable. Food amazing. Drinks great. Uh, food last night was really good. A little different vibe there. It's just, you know, a little well, more uh, during COVID. It's I'm sure it's. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, well, you know, there's there's, so there's two types. Like uh, like some steakhouses, like Cork and Cow, they will serve you your steak intact, right? And it's not cut. You get your steak, and I kind of like that a little better. Peter Luger's and last night, what they do is when it comes out, it's on like almost like a sizzle pan, right? And um, it's a reverse sear, so you know it's not it's not regular grilled. Uh, so it, amazing flavor, just really good. But what they do is they cut it for you, so you've got these like large sort of long slices of of the meat that you you take off the plate for you. So like two different styles. But um, anyway, all right. Sorry, I just thought you'd enjoy. I that did. Story. I did. That was a good story. I'm. Uh... And, uh, <clears throat> hungry now now i'm jealous we're not on the road. like one restaurant in six months yeah it's kind of like a oh, our virtual outing because you know gonna hit the road so wow. anyway back to you mr brooks yeah let's talk about uh we're going to talk about that number nine number nine um number nine beatles anyway um no not, not a beatles fan not really really i'm not a big beatles fan that's terrible Terrible. Um, so we're talking about number nine for uh, of the, the ninth truth bomb of gap selling, and we're going to give away. Um, we're going to give away a copy. You got yours. I got mine. We're going to give away a copy today. Participate though, and to get a copy, you have to comment. So Dave made a comment before as he came in. Show Dave's name there. Dave said, "All good." Probably when we were talking about the sound. Um, make a comment. You got a comment to get in. Yeah, tell us, tell us about some sales you made, though. I mean, let's let's you know, let's up the ante here. I want to hear about the sales that you're making. Um, yeah, sure. That's uh, it's exciting to see how many MSPs are out there helping the small businesses that are in need right now. And um, yeah, I just want to hear about those. Yeah, so let's do that. Let's make a con. You know, give leave a comment. Talk about mm -hmm. your last sale you made. Right or the last upsell you made, or the last time you made revenue, whatever you did. If you're an audit user, make sure you let us know you, you're an audit user. We, of course, would love to hear details from you about any successes you had, but post in whether you're using audit or, or, or not. We want to hear stories about the last sale you made, and that includes business reviews. That's a sales process, too. When you're sitting yep. in front of a customer, a, client, a current client, and you're trying to get them to buy something, 
uh, that business review is part of that sales process. So put a comment in if you want to be, um, and whether you're on YouTube or Facebook, <coughs> doesn't matter. You should be able to comment on, on either. And if you go to, by the way, if you go to StreamYard.com, because that's the tool we use to go live, StreamYard.com, and you, you, I think you can click a link on StreamYard if you're on Facebook or YouTube, and it will pull in your whatever image you have so you can show your smiling face. You can tell the world hi. And as a sales professional, there's nothing more powerful than showing your face. So, um, hey, can I can I tell you about my? Uh, <clears throat> I am adding a new line, a new cybersecurity product. Yes. For, uh, zero zero trust um, <clears throat> application allowance, where essentially uh, this product we just did the demo last week. It will uh, actually uh, no the when, no early this week. <laughs> the holiday, I'm all messed up. <clears throat> um, it will block installations of, of unknown applications unless they're specifically allowed. And, uh, you know, anything that anything bad get on your computer typically is going to uh, try to execute something. Also, we can do uh, data governance, which is another area that we wanted to, to shore up where, you know, how you make sure people don't save things on their desktop, right? Before, we didn't really have any way of, of policing it. And uh, this tool looks looks pretty promising. So um, there is a new audit item in the system now for this. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to start showing this in my business reviews uh, that I have coming up for uh, for the end of the third quarter and certainly for the fourth quarter. And uh, it's one of the ones we're going to be focusing on. So nice. it's going to be a red, red box, a little explanation with an infographic coming. And then, uh, you know, try to turn that box green. So this is not one then I was going to ask you this. Is this one, this is one that you're going to present as opposed to turning it on? Because sometimes you just turn on the new service and you, you make it green and you tell them about it. Yeah. So we, we already have some, uh, some clients that have, have inquired about this that said, hey, can we do these things? The ones that fall into the financial services world, we're probably going to roll that out. And, you know, and resolve that it's going to be a couple bucks a month, you know, per endpoint. Um, but it's something that they need. And then for the other, uh, you know, clients that may or may not need it, you know, we'll, we'll present this to them and give them a, a, you know, an opportunity to, to buy that. But, um, you know, we think that for the most part, this will be something that everybody wants. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm not going to name the vendor right now. Maybe a, maybe a future uh, live we will. But uh, right now, it's, it's uh, just, just you know, letting you know what I'm up to. I'm trying to awesome. stay relevant and keep up with, uh, you know, with, with what we see in the industry. So anyway. Yeah, listening, if they're an audit user listening, you should just copy what Frank does because it's free money. You know, what, <laughs> it's such an easy template to, to follow, right? Like Frank's doing the business review. When some, some new service like this comes out, he slips it onto the audit, turns it red, and now the user, the, the client, looks at it and there's probably one, only one red box on their report when they had all green last time. And they go, <laughs> what they do is they hone right in on that red box because it's red and it catches their attention. And I think that when I see, like you, you see the reports, like if you're doing a baseline for a new client, it's going to be a lot of red, a lot of yellow. They, they expect that when you're, when you're doing a sales presentation, but man, there's nothing that grabs your attention more than one red 
when your score is like a 96, it's so close to a hundred. So they're going to be interested and they're going to ask you, whoa, 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 what is this? And then what do they always say to you when you explain it to them? How much is that? How much does it cost to turn it green? And here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me talk about these incremental add-ons, right? The upsell cross-sells. Now, first it has to be, you know, good, you know, good service that they need, right? So we're not talking about just finding anything like a snake oil salesman and then just selling stuff. So this, I truly believe is a, is a really good product to uh, insert into the stack. So the challenge for an MSP is one, how do you um, get that into your current stack? So it's a little bit easier going forward. Like the next new client that I have, that's going to be in the stack, right? So whatever the monthly pricing would normally be for, you know, for my stack, it might be two bucks more a month now, right? And they'll never know that it was used to be 52 and now it's 54, right? And, and it's so small that it probably wouldn't, you know, move the needle much anyway. But when you have existing clients, it's hard. You can't just always just keep increasing your prices and just sticking things in there. So <clears throat> many times you have to, you know, you go out there and, and I use audit to do that upsell cross selling. But Here's the thing, like, let's say, let's say you manage a thousand endpoints, which is, which is pretty realistic for, for, for an MSP, right? Using, you know, a PSA and an RMM tool. Let's say you have a thousand endpoints. If you buy a product that maybe the cost is a dollar a month per workstation and you sell it for two bucks a month, you know, incrementally you go, Hey, it's only a dollar. It's not that big of a deal, but across a thousand, that's another thousand dollars a month of profit for you. Yeah. Like think about what you could do with that thousand dollars a month, even if you didn't even like say take it home, right? And you reinvested it in marketing somewhere, right? You did some campaigns, or you you, you spent money on Facebook or Google AdWords or something. You just reinvested that that money, and you see where that goes. So these little things that seem small <clears throat> add up pretty quickly, and so you know I think there's especially in times where maybe we're we're all saying hey. You know, it's a little bit harder or more challenging to get a new client right now because, you know, people are more cautious. Maybe people are afraid to make a change with everything, you know, that's currently going on. It's, you know, you go to your existing client base and, and you know, you just, again, you're upselling and cross-selling, but it, uh, it adds up pretty quickly. And um, it's interesting, Robin Robbins uh, released some numbers across what the MSPs that she pulled were seeing right now. And what was interesting was that revenue was somewhat flat, but income was up, which means that I, it, it seems to indicate to me that MSPs are more, are being more efficient right now. They've trimmed out like things that they're, you know, they don't need to run their business. Right. Um, and they've able, they're able to, you know, keep more of those dollars. Uh, so just an interesting, you know, thing that, that she saw, it was like across the board, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of people, a lot of MSPs, more more income on flat revenue. So, Wow. Interesting. Well, let's go before we jump into the gap selling number nine. Let's go to some comments because if you want to get the book, you've got a comment. We're going to take all the commenters and um, do a little raffle. So David says, haven't made any new sales, looking to add new tools to work on making sales. And he said he's a, it's a, just him and a side business as yet. So well, I would my advice, I would say, Dave, if you're uh, an audit user, if you're on an audit account, get into go into the categories section and then go to the 
rapid assessment category and watch the webinar replay that Frank did with Robin Robbins on the 10 minute call, because that's a great prospecting tool. Um, check that out. Absolutely. And Brian says, Brian Wibble says, love this Friday forum. Thank you, Brian. Awesome to have you. And without further ado, Frank, do you want to reveal, because there's a cuss word. I don't know if you're going to get you know, cussy, if you're going to cuss here. I mean, I'm going to pretend I'm going to read it right, right from the book so you don't blame me. I'm just going to read exactly what Keenan says. This is the final number nine truth bomb that no one gives a shit about you in sales. And, uh, of course, he goes on to explain in uh, greater detail that, you know, we talked, we touched on this. You're in the show me economy now, right? It's no more tell me, it's show me. Um, before before we were all over the internet, when you would meet with a new prospect, you had your corporate brochure and you told them about, you know, how you started the business and how long you've been in business. And you, you talked about yourself for a while. But um, these days, when you go into these meetings, they already know all about you, right? They've been on your, your, your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page. They've looked at your website. They've done research. They see if you have any common friends, etc. So they know all about you. You don't really need to go in there and talk about yourself. And, you know, we talked about this earlier in some of the other sales truth bombs is that <clears throat> you need to be listening and they are going to pick up on the fact if you ask questions, and listen and show genuine interest in them, right? That's who they care about. They care about themselves. It's not selfish, you know, it's sales, right? Um, and so we need to to show them how we can help them, right? And by and basically what we're doing is we're unearthing those problems. We're helping them see that they need a solution, right? And that's where we come in, right? And then they anxiously will look forward to it. So, I mean, that's it at a very high level. <laughs> they don't care about you. If you're in there, me, 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 telling them all about your MSP and all the things you have and all the things that you do, that's a, uh, that's a fail in my book and in his book as well. Yeah. You know, people, uh, I mean, the old school way was, you, you know, uh, this is when I was first started selling for before the internet, I just hit my keyboard, didn't screw anything up. Um, before the internet, you know, was that, you know, you had to explain who you were and what you did. People wanted to know. That's why they say, you know, the, the show me, you know, the, the show me economy or tell me, um, you, you had to do all that. They, they wanted you to do that, but now they, they just get to the point and they, they know already everything they need to know before you even walk in. And I don't think people ever gave a shit about it, about the company, really, at the end of the day. They right. just want to know, is, is, it, is this going to be a solution that solves my problems? Right. What can you do for me? So let's review. I have my book out. Turning to the same to the page in chapter, and this is in chapter two of the book, the truth bombs. The, the we covered them each week, and we went into a lot of detail on them. But I think now that we're wrapping this up, let's talk about this. Uh, number one is no problem, no sale. And I'll I'll just read them off, Frank, just to remind everybody. And you can stop or talk about whichever you want because these really all work together, right? Mm -hmm. uh, no problem, no sale. Number two is in every sale there's a gap. Number three is all sales are about change. Number four. 
Customers don't like change. Number three, number five, sales are emotional. Uh, number six, customers do like change when they feel it's worth the cost. Number seven is asking why gets customers to yes. Number eight is sales happen when the future state is a better state. And number nine, of course, is no one gives a shit about you. Okay. <clears throat> and I can say that you've just described <clears throat> exactly the simplified process that audit will, uh, will, will, you know, basically empower you with from a sales perspective. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you go in and do the discovery, you're going to get to that. Why you're going to make the prospect feel like they're being heard and that you're listening to them. You're going to build rapport and <clears throat> develop a relationship with them. You come in with the audit report and you show them where their current state is today. I guarantee you, you will be unique because nobody's doing this, right? Everybody else is coming in with, you know, 500 pages of, of, of tech data and they talk about it, but it doesn't have the same effect as when you present it the way we present it in that audit report. Um, they, it, it shows it simply, shows it emotionally. It shocks them. It wakes up their uh, that crocodile brain that we talk about. It gets them wanting to see how they can close the gap, and then you show them what your whatever your solution is as a proposed plan or the future state. And that gap is you know, and you get them emotionally invested of that where they want to be, and then you show them what's going to cost or take to get there, and that's that that shows the value of your solution. And um, we see it all the time. You you greatly increase the chances of, of making a sale using a tool like this than if you try to do this, you know, on your own or with the old ways of doing it. Because, the, you know, what you just laid out and those nine truth bombs are, are, are 100% true. You just need a simplified way to follow that. And uh, I truly believe audit is, is the way to do that. Yeah. And so we're going to, again, we're going to send a copy of the book. To somebody in a moment, we're going to do a little raffle. So you got to put a comment in. We'd love to hear how you know story. Tell us about the sale, some sale you made recently, closed sale or, or an upsell that you made recently. Um, and then this book came really. Frank found this book, and I had it on my shelves, my shelf already because I probably have every freaking sales book that's ever been written because I just have a habit of buying them automatically. And so and I didn't even read it yet. It was, it was founded on my bookshelf after Frank told me about it. Um, and, and Frank was Frank, really, you, you kind of fell in love with this because it really illustrated um, how audit works. And it was like audit brought to life. I can tell you from reading a lot of sales books that I think every good sales book is audit come to life. It's um, I'm rereading um, the psychology of sales by Brian Tracy. Now read that book every now and then. And it, it's a long, it's actually a training book, training audio book. Um, but man, it's funny, you know, he, he wrote that book before the computers were, you know, computers yeah. were on people's desks. He called them microcomputers or, you know, they were just starting to come out. I think it was in the eighties. He wrote, wrote that book. Um, and, and <laughs> I'm like, I'm reading, I'm thinking about all the tactics he's doing are, are because you have to do like setting an appointment, making sure somebody has a calendar out now, right? He's talking about a calendar, you know, bringing out the calendar, making them commit to it now. I'm like, ah. these days you you just send a calendar invite and they, they auto confirm, right? So there's tools right. that, we have that, that, but it's like the theories and the things he's doing. 
are real tried true things and every every step of the way i'm like Ooh, audit helps with that audit does that audit does that audit does that so it's really cool here's, here's where i like why i like this book the book is about 200 and let's see here about 200 and let's call it 20 pages ish and the first 60 pages explain exactly how and why audit works so that's part one uh, of the book. So if, if it's called know the game, right? So it, it's all about, you know, you have to know how the games play in order to play it properly. Cause most of us don't know, know how to play this game. And right. so that first little 60 pages, you could knock this out in, you know, an hour if, or, or less, and it will completely explain and validate why audit works. Then if you want to get really crazy, part two is called how to play, right? And that is another 60 pages. So now you're up to a whopping 120 pages um, to get yourself essentially to write through what they call how to do a kick-ass demo, which um, I think is, is in, important, you know, as, a, as an add-on to audit. I think doing that demo in, in the second meeting when you're, you know, showing the, find, the results and I did one today, actually. I, I did a demo, and um, we, had, we I staggered it. I separated it from the, 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 the presentation of findings, but I knew what the problems were. So I did the demo. I'm showing them the little bells and whistles that will solve their problems, right? I'm not going through, like, every single thing on there. So I'm highly I'm focusing. That's what they talk about. But, you know, literally 120 pages, half the book, you pretty much have everything you want. The second half of the book is is really about you know your sales process like how to move deals through the pipeline and a little bit of troubleshooting tweaking um so you know the whole thing is a good read but literally if you only have time for 60 pages you're going to get the essence you, you double that you you've, you've really empowered yourself with something simple here my challenge with selling um with reading those books or even attending sales trainings was that it, it, it makes you have to like change everything that you do in your process. And you, a lot of those books just tell you enough and then leave you hanging. Like you've got to then figure it out how to sell your widget. Right. Um, and I, that's always frustrated me because it, it gives me just enough information to make me feel like what I'm doing is wrong, but I don't know what to do to make it right. And um, with, with audit, you've got the tool. That is the tool. If you read 120 pages of this book, it explains exactly how to use it and why it works. And then here's the kicker. All you gotta do is make one sale and you'll, you'll be a believer, right? The first time it works, and we see the comments all the time, you know, we've gotten them on live and we get emails all the time. The first time it works, you can just see and hear the excitement in that MSP's voice. Like they're so excited they closed the deal. And then they're going to use that every single time. And then they keep closing more. And that's what's really cool for us is that we don't have to come to some big university and fly somewhere and spend five days with us. You know, literally, you sign up for the tool. You could make money during the trial period, essentially, and read 60 pages of the book, right, just to really validate it. Because let's face it, you know, uh, Keenan says probably tells it better than, than we are, right? So you might as well just read the book as opposed to only listening to us. And you've got everything you need. You know, you don't need to go to, uh, you know, university for, for four years to, to, you know, to get a sales degree. Um, you're empowered uh, and it works flawlessly. You don't have to complicate it. 
You don't need a thousand other tools. You don't have to add to the report. Um, it, it just works. So awesome. Well, with that, let's uh, put a last comment we got here is from Jim. Says, <clears throat> Bella's old school MSP owner that sold in 2013, spinning up new MSP down in Florida and getting back into the game. Cool. Well, good luck, Jim. Your good name. Luck. You, I know, I know, you, I know your name, so I think you're an audit user, or you were, or. Uh, but I've, I've seen your name, um, and I know Brian as well. So let's see. We've got. I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to load the numbers up, and we'll, we'll do a little uh, a raffle here. Let's see. One, two. Some good odds here for, for winning. Let's see. One to six. Are you ready? I'm going to generate the number, and it is. Number six is the sixth comment is Jim. Jim, you jumped on just in the nick of time. Congratulations. So, cool. Jim, you Jim got a free copy of Gap Selling, right? Yeah, Jim, Jim's getting a free copy of Gap Selling. So, Jim, you're going to have to email me your address, best mailing address that I can send to. Uh, shoot me an email at mike at auditforit.com, uh, auditforit.com. And uh, shoot me your physical mailing address. You're going to get actual copy, actual physical copy of the book, not an ebook. So, can I can I make the uh, comment that we actually did send a book to uh, was it uh, South Africa? Yeah. And you tried to fool me into giving you my um, my passport number, and then you realized yeah. you actually needed the passport number of the person you were sending it to. Yes. So I felt like I was being like cyber scammed by you, Mike. I thought you were trying to dupe me. And I, I said, this seems like a recipe for disaster. And then, then um, luckily we figured it out. But I thought it was pretty cool, though, that we've got users all over the world. Right. Um, you know, using audit and finding success with it. So, um, yeah, they've got a really cool. He's in uh, they're in Cape Town. Yeah. And um, they've got a really cool opportunity there because nobody's really selling services the same. Like their com competition is so far behind them. They they've right. really got it together. They're following the American model and uh, they're going to they're going to take it by storm. So and the funny thing is, he the person who I talked to is a Somalia. So we started talking because I, I'm like, you know, every now and then I pick up South African wines because they're they're good values and uh, they're good, always good wines. And I told him one of the ones that I liked and, and he had recommended, he goes, you know, if you can get your hands on this brand. And I wrote it down. And then that same night I went after I got off the demo with him, I went down into my basement and I had that bottle of wine already in my basement. It was pretty fun. Oh, really? It's like, cool. I bought what he actually suggested. Wow. Pretty cool. Very cool. So uh, with that said, let's wrap it up and get on with the weekend. Uh, we're at about 30 minutes. So tune in next week to the Elevating IT podcast and uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us.